What's happening, people? Yes, it's another episode of The Giants, guys. And of course, uh, we are here to entertain you for the next hour with a great show uh, we got lined up. Um, I've got um, a man, Hodgins, is in the building. Of course, um, he was having some technical issues. We're working on that. I've got Chris in the room. I get I got Truth in the room. We gave the rest of the crew off. So thanks for never tuning in to another episode of The Giants, guys. We're going to chop it up with you guys. Sorry we're a couple minutes late. We're working on some background stuff. Um, you know you know how these wide receivers are. They want to make a good entrance, right? So uh, let's see if we can pop these guys in here. Hopefully we got everything ready to rock. Uh, again, another episode of the Giants, guys. Second week in a row, we deliver. Last week, Nick Gates. Today, my man is in the room. Let's get him in here. Here comes Truth. Truth, what's up? Hey, how you doing, guys? What's up? Dude. Like, hello, a wide receiver from the New York Giants. Like, we always get the linemen, the linebackers. We, we, get, we, get, we got cool, cool people in the room today. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That does not count. That does not count, Chris, because Chris, no offense. <laughs> you're not Hodgins. You're 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 cool, but you're not that cool. That's fine. That's fine. I don't make that, I don't make that kind of money either. So that's good. Uh, <laughs> that's all, good. all right. <laughs> Let's bring in the man himself, number 18. Star wide receiver from the New York Giants, Isaiah Hodgins. What's up, my man? Yo, yo, what's good? What's good? Oh, hey, there he is. There we go. We got some. Can you hear him? him. <laughs> I was a little worried there for a minute. I was like, oh man. I'm like, nah, I'm gonna have to drive over to his house and do it from his living room. <laughs> oh. So, all right, man. Well, thanks for hanging out with us. We yeah, got a always. ton of stuff to talk to you about because, like, again, like. We we interview your your teammates. We interview former Giants all the time, but we never get the receivers. So we finally yeah. got somebody with some style in the room. <laughs> all right, I like to start off the same place. Let's always we'll always start off about being a kid because we got to kind of get the background. You have a really pretty cool, uh, diverse background <laughs> when it comes to like you know your dad's an ex NFL player. You lived in Arizona, California. Let's just start off at this because I got to understand this. You wore 25 because of Reggie Bush? Yeah, yeah. I, I had a bunch of numbers, though. Like, I went from, like, 11 because of Larry Fitzgerald. Um, 11 because of Larry Fitzgerald, 25, Reggie Bush. Like, you know, I just had, like, a bunch of different, you know, stuff I would, I would kind of go between. All right. I'm just making sure I got it right because I was doing the research. Now, this, yeah. this one had me cracking up. I, I, I got to ask you, so – uh, if I understand this right, you know, your dad's a coach. I'm sure he's an inspiration, but he look, he's a tough dude, right? So mm -hmm. there's a quote that I read that he says that you're when you were a kid, you were the worst player on the team. And yeah. then and then there's like some kid named B B Miller. Like what, yeah. what's the story yeah. about this this B Miller character that you have to compete against? Um, yeah, I was I was literally yeah, like my first my first year playing football, I was terrible. Um, <laughs> and yeah, it, it was bad. But yeah, I was, I was like, it's not that I didn't want to play. I was just, I don't know, I wasn't used to it. And there was just like, you know, like I was playing against bigger people and older people and I was just scared. Like, I don't, I don't know what it was. Like, I was, I just wasn't good. And then that second year, like uh, a switch just like flipped and I like literally was like, the best player on the team. Like, I don't know what happened if I was just around it more, but yeah. Like, so my first year though, it was pretty embarrassing. My dad, my dad wasn't too happy. Oh my God. That's a scream. So yeah. So your dad was like, as I read the quote, he was like, yeah, he was the worst player on the team until we realized that the B Miller was trying to show him up. And I was like, B Miller, like where's B Miller right now? And then like, like, did, did he go and play in any ball, play ball, this B Miller? I, I think he played at NAU, Northern Arizona University. I, I want to say that, I think, um, for just, like, college right. ball and then uh, just, like, stop there. But we had a lot of, like, good players on our team. Like, we had a lot of players who went, like, either, like, D1 or, like, some of the players, like, went to the NBA. Like, you know, like, we just had, like, a pretty, like, athletic, like, team. But um, I, I think I was the only one from, like, the youth team to make it to the NFL. So Very cool. No, that's awesome. I just was laughing. I had to ask you. I'm like, man, Pops is <laughs> tough, man. Pops is tough. Oh, yeah, um, yeah, really. So you moved from Arizona to California. If, if I pronounce it right, it's is it Berrien High School? Is that how you pronounce it? Uh, Berrien, yeah, Berrien, Berrien High, School. High School. Now, mm -hmm. look, you get there, you you're you're still a dominant. You're continuing on this dominant path, and everything I read is like you're basically like a hellraiser, man. Like you're like 
You are you get flagged. You show people up <laughs> again. Hey, when you got God given talent like that, you know sometimes you got to let people know how good you are. Until <laughs> until I read the talk, tell me a little bit about this talk that 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 Papa Hodgins has with you, like about figuring this out and straightening yourself out. Because I don't know, you seem like a pretty cool dude to me. Like I can't yeah. see you being a razor, but again, I'm sure your dad looks at it differently than we do. Yeah. Um, so it was funny because actually like uh, my local high school was in um, Oakley, California, and it was Freedom High School. And all my friends were were going to that local high school that I wanted to go to. And it was like big, like for football, like they had like Joe Mixon and um, some other people like Darrell Daniels and all these people who were like were going like who were good players. then. like I think they put out like four or five players in the league like right now, like from the high school. So I was like, okay. I want to go to Freedom High School with all my friends. And then my dad was like, nah, like, you're going to go to this school. Like, you know, they're, I'm going to be the coach and, and you know, I'm, I'm going to make sure you you get right. So then I'm like, ah, like, I got, I, I played with my dad my whole life. Like, I got to play for him some more. Like, you know, I, I like right. it, but like, he's, he's always super hard on me. So then, um, you know, like early on, like freshman, sophomore years, I was always super like, you know, a typical high schooler, like, think you're the man, think you're all tough and, and everything. And I wasn't really, like, applying myself and probably working as hard as I should. And he, like, there was, like, multiple times. Like, the talk, like, we've had, like, multiple talks, like, all the time. But, like, one that I distinctly remember is, like, he, like, really was, like, chewing me out, like, in the car. And was like, man, like, if you if you think this is the road to, like, going D1 and getting a scholarship, like, you're far off. Like, you, like you're not even on a JUCO route right now. Like, this and this. And, like, it was just, like... <laughs> Yeah, like, was just, like, digging into me, and it made me, like, so mad in that moment. Like, I was, like, pissed. Like, I was, like, you know, like, not even wanting to talk to him in this. But then, like, I sat there, like, later that night, and, like, the next thing, I'm like, ah, like, he pissed me off, but he's right. Like, what he's saying isn't wrong. So then, like, you know, like, I really had to sit there and, like, fix some of the stuff I was doing, people I was hanging around, and, you know, like, work ethic and stuff, and and really just, you know, took it up a notch. So He, he dropped a juco route on you? Yeah, I mean, he he used to say stuff all the time. I mean, he he used to he used to know like that was kind of he knew that was his way of like motivating me because he knew like I would hear that stuff and be like, all right, like I, I'm gonna show you up, like we'll see, like you know that's what I always say like when people like talk trash to me, it's never like a I never like go in a corner and like hide or like get mad, like it really like motivates me, and I'm like, all right, like you know, it, <laughs> you're like no one's as bad as the crap my dad gave me growing <laughs> up, so yeah. yeah. <laughs> You know, and again, you know, the guy, you know, listen, uh, kudos to him. Played eight, nine years in the league is not an easy thing to do. You know, won himself a ring. And, and again, he's fullbacks known to be a tough, you know, you're, you don't even have fullbacks anymore, right? So, I mean, he's, yeah. you know, he's a tough dude to play that position as long as he did. So I can, you know, sometimes you got to listen to what Pop, Pop says, you know, it's like, <laughs> and, and again, like, hey, look, I, I got a 14 year old. I'm probably, you know, the hardest guy on him too. So, I mean, like, I know you've got, you know, a little one at home. You'll see when when that time comes, it's like dad's always hard on the kid. Yeah, no, literally, like, I, there, like a funny story. Like, he literally, like, it, he, it probably, like, sounds worse than what it was. But, like, there was one day he literally, like, kicked me out of practice. Like, and this is, like, <laughs> when I was, like, I was, like, um like a junior with already, like, 15 scholarship offers at this point. Like, and he, he literally, like, kicked me out of practice and, like, left me there. Like, oh my god, it's great! Yeah. I love it. I love no, it. No, like, 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 literally, like, called my mom, and I'm like, uh, like, dad left, like, you know, the boom, boom, and she like gets all mad. She's like, no way, he left you at practice, like, this is this, like, and like, start getting mad at him, you know, and this, and my dad was like, well, he he wanted to act all tough and act like an asshole, this and this, like, you know, like he he he's gonna find a way, and I'm like, oh, oh man, D dad is one badass dude. I'll tell Hold you that. <laughs> go, go ahead, Chris, jump in here. No, I mean it's it's fascinating. So Isaiah, you know, you, you the rec the recruiting process, you know, when you were going to college, whether it was Oregon State, I mean Oregon, you know, was after you as well. How hard of a decision was that when you um, chose Oregon State over Oregon? Oh yeah, it it, it was big. Like at the. I, I'm glad that I had my dad in that aspect of like someone who's already been to college and been to the NFL, who's kind of be able to see like through like a lot of the BS that like college coaches try to like feed you and stuff, you know, because it's very easy to get caught up like in the hype and like in the, you know, just whatever that that college offers. Like I remember when I first got offered from Michigan, I was like, I'm going to Michigan. Like, like no, no one, no one could tell me like different. Like I was like, man, like going to Michigan from California, like that's like, 
you're the man back where you're from and all that. And my dad was like, no, like, listen, like, we're going to sit here and we're going to write like pros and cons of each college. And, you know, like where you would play right away, where'd you play as a freshman? Like, you know, where are you going to get most experience and like pro style offense to get you ready for the NFL. And, you know, like we really like brought that stuff down. So then we were like, you know, we're going to say it was the best, the best spot for me. Wow. I saw the video. I saw the video, Chris, of him on the field with mm -hmm. all his teammates behind him. Right. They got the hats on the table when he turns around. He's like, I'm taking my talents too. And he puts the visor on. Everybody face, everybody's face was like, Whoa! <laughs> I, I don't think anybody was prepared for it either. Like all his all his boys were hanging out behind him. So it's pretty cool. Wow. wow. Yeah. And I say yeah. at Oregon State, I mean, you're top five, right? In receiving. Is that right? Um, yeah, I think I'm like I'm either tied for first or second for like touchdowns with like Brandon Cooks and somebody wow. else. Um, wow. I know like Chad Johnson got, I mean, not he didn't for like single, single stuff. Um, I think I'm tied or close with him, but yeah, for yards, I'm pretty sure I'm like top five or I'm um, up there. So, Oh, that's great. Go ahead. True. Jump in. Well, yeah, to jump on that, I mean, you came, uh, during the, probably the one of the best wide receiver class in, in probably the last decade, the guys you had Higgins and lamb, um, and even Judy, um, I personally thought you were you should have been taken higher, but do you you keep tabs on these guys now that you're playing to see how they're doing and you try to elevate your game to where that you think you should be with them? Yeah, um, you know it, it's funny because I remember you know kind of the same thought process that you were saying. I, I thought I was going to get drafted, you know, like the anywhere from like second to fourth round, you know, like I was thinking mm -hmm. like fifth at, at the latest. And uh, so, like, every receiver that was just, like, jazzed in front of me, like, I just, like, wrote down their name and notes and kind of just, like, <laughs> I could kind of, like, remember and keep that, like, reminder of just, like, you know, like, this team doubted me, you know, this wanted, you know, this guy in front of me and, and all that. And um, so I, I wouldn't necessarily say I use it as, like, motivation, but, like, I definitely don't forget it. Like, you know, I, I'm not no, sitting there, like, no. checking in on CD Lamb stats and, like, oh, I had a better game then. But, you know, like, I, I try to, like, you know, push myself to like my own game and what I know I can do like each week. Cause you know, I don't, I don't want to sit here and, you know, Oh, I, I'm comparing this to Jerry Judy and, you know, like just play that game. You could play that all day long. So I just try to sit here and really like use, you know, myself for my motivation, my faith and just um, sitting there and providing for my family. Love it. Love it. Well, the giants fan base is unbelievably excited that you're here, man. It's, it's, you know, yeah. we've been starving for, for, you know, not only wide receiver, a receiver with some personality and fun. Like, so it's, it's been great watching you play. Like you don't even, even though you, you kind of think, you know, you don't really know. Like we, like, like the, the, the fan base has been just, you know, like you got a guy like Odell and then Odell goes away and then it becomes like wide receiver desert. So it's been, uh, it's been exciting to watch you burst on the scene. Um, But I still have to back up to Buffalo because it's such an amazing story. Like, you know, you get you, so you do get drafted, and and we had Nick Gates on last. You know, your teammate. We had Nick on last week. You know, and he was saying how it was the worst day of his life, and I'm like, wait a minute, you broke your leg and had seven surgeries, and you missed football for 410 days, and the worst day of your life was draft day. And he's like, yeah, yeah. He's like, it was terrible. Like just because he had same same thing that you just mentioned. Like you know, yeah. you have aspirations of going higher, or you think that you should go higher. So my question is, you know. What was the draft day like? Did you know you were on Buffalo's radar, you know, or was that a surprise? Because we've had some people tell us, like, the team that drafts you sometimes doesn't even talk to you. Yeah. So kind of mm -hmm. curious on how how that, you know, how that goes down, you know, on, on draft day. Yeah. Um, well, well, first, talking about the first part that you said about just, like, the fans and everything, I definitely had a great experience here with all the Giants fans, uh, you guys, just, like, anyone in general. I love meeting all the little kids and stuff. Um, I did a little, like, virtual event last week and, like, reading books to them, and it was so fun. Like, all the little kids were awesome. asking questions and doing all that. So, um, you know, I definitely love that aspect of here in New York. But, yeah, going back to draft day, it was, like, a little, of like, a bittersweet because, you know, I was definitely, like, thankful and happy to get drafted, but it wasn't as high as I wanted. But, like, the joke around it, it was so funny that um, I was just sitting there the whole time before, and I was like, man, I hope I go, like, to at least, like, kind of, like, a warm state or close to home or something, you know. And, and you know, like, that was, 
<laughs> yeah, that was just like my 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 hopes and and my mom like jokingly, I swear to God, this was like the night the night before the draft. She jokingly was like, "Oh, like watch you go to like the Buffalo Bills or something like that." And, <laughs> and, and I literally thought like oh. nothing of it. I'm like, "Oh yeah, no, like that would like never happen." Which I actually did do like um one of like because it was COVID year, so like a virtual like Zoom interview with with Dayball and everybody. And I all I remember about that interview is like the Bills weren't really like talking to me a lot, but I talked to him I would say like two times. And that interview with Dayball was like one of the hardest interviews I definitely had. Like Dayball was straight up like, all right, like um, here's like 10 plays, like show like 10 plays with like talk about each one, boom, boom. And they would be like, all right, now what's this play? Draw it up for me. And like on like the plays that I, I just now like learn and talk to him about. And I'm like, holy, holy <laughs> shit. Like, this is, really? This is, all right. Yeah. Like, like, I, like I, I got, I got a good amount of them right, which is maybe what he saw in me. And like, you know, he was like, you know, like he's a smart dude and stuff, but it was, it was definitely tough. Like it was a challenging interview for sure. But, uh, and then, yeah, I mean, I remember, McDermott and them calling me, but it was actually a Tennessee area coach. So I was like, oh, I'm going to the Titans. Like, you know, that's, wow. that's not, the, you know, like it's not that bad of weather. And then he was like, hey, uh, McDermott with the Buffalo Bills, you know, we're, we're drafting. And I was like, damn, like I was happy, but I was like, damn, I'm really going to Buffalo. Like, that's that's crazy. <laughs> yeah, we're like, hang on one second, mom. Yeah, totally <laughs> yeah exactly. Exactly. Did, did you know how, uh, I'll use the word mature. Did you know how mature of a wide receiver room that is? I mean, there's some names in that room, you know, uh, Diggs and Beasley. And like, like, did you know, like, oh, crap, I'm walking into a, you know, hey, excited to be drafted. Uh, you know, next chapter, you know, we turn the page. But, oh, my goodness, there's five receivers in the room. Uh, I think uh, Brown was there. I mean, I'm sure that was a, was a, was something that entered your mind. Yeah, I, well, at first I really didn't know like how deep, and I didn't really know the NFL in general at first, so I didn't know you know how how it worked and you know like roster spots and like all that stuff. I was just excited to be on the team. Like I was definitely excited to play with Diggs. I remember he, him, and Josh Allen hit me up on draft night, and it was like a super just like kind of like surreal and fun moment. And I was like, okay, you know, it's it's, it's time to go now and stuff. But uh, I mean, yeah, the more I was there, like yeah, I mean the names from Diggs to Cole Beasley, John Brown. I mean, Gabe Davis, who was drafted in front of me. So, like, there's that. Um, Isaiah McKenzie was the slot receiver there. And then the next year, they just replaced John Brown with Emmanuel Sanders, like another, like, you know, big name. And, like, so it was kind of, kind of like, tough. But looking back at it, I mean, it, it helped my growth and maturity a lot because those guys helped me in so many ways, like, that, you know, just seeing how, like, vets do stuff and seeing their knowledge for the game, hearing their stories, what to do, what not to do. Like, they helped me so much in a way of, like, kind of like molding me and, you know, teaching me about my own game and how to get better and stuff. So they, they definitely helped a lot. Very cool. Cause like, I, I can imagine that's a little bit unnerving to be like, Hey, these guys are making me feel comfortable with, Oh man, that's an uphill battle. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So, all right, go ahead guys. Jump in. I know you guys got some questions. Okay, Chris. All right. Yeah. So Isaiah, you know, I, I wanted, this was something that I was thinking about when you're on the practice squad, um, you know, at Buffalo towards the end, before you came to the giants, I mean, in the back of your mind, you, you know, you had guys like Bobby Johnson, you have Dable, you have Shane, um, Shay Tierney, guys that knew you before they, they went to New York. I mean, was there a part, you know, you're thinking, well, you know what, if there's a team that's going to call me, if I'm on this practice squad, are you keeping one eye on the Giants? Like, because we had some injuries, right? Sterling Shepard went down, a few other guys. So was this something that you were kind of keeping tabs on? Like, hey, you know, if there's a team, you know, the Giants may be it that, that come get yeah. it. No, I, I definitely thought that, like, even during, like, training camp. And I, I this past training camp with, you know, the, the Bills, I, it was, like, my best training camp that I've had. Like, I was, you know, dominating from the ones to the twos to, like, whoever I was with. And then preseason um, with, like, killed in and preseason. So I thought, like, for sure, like, okay, I'm going to make the team. And if not, then I'm going to get claimed. And I was hoping to get claimed by the Giants at that time because I was, like, you know, like, Dayball knows me over there and this and this. And then I didn't get claimed or anything. So it was kind of like a, a dagger. I was, like, dang, like – that you know that's tough and then you know buffalo back me brought me back up to the active for like six weeks so you know i, I was kind of riding that high and then they cut me again so then when they cut me like in the back of my mind i was thinking like man like i, I wish the giants would give me a call you know like i, I had talked i had talked about like dayball and stuff with my wide receiver coach like you know a, a couple weeks prior just you know we were we were chopping it up about them and i was like man like i you know i kind of like i kind of wish i was there like right now and then but i wasn't really thinking about it to be honest when i got cut like i thought it was just like you know like 
Buffalo is going to sign me back, then I'll be back on their active in a couple of weeks. And then, like, all those FaceTime and calls started coming in from all the guys that you named, Dayball, um, Joe Shane, um, you know, Shay, Bobby, everybody. And yeah. I was like, oh, damn. Yeah. Like, you know, this, this what, is what, happened, what happened with your shoulders? I know, truth, you were going to ask him about the shoulder because, oh, yeah. you know, you, you missed that first year with a shoulder injury. And then yeah. you had to wait a whole year to get another start. Like, what happened with the shoulder? Yeah, so my my rookie year, a lot of teams knew. So I I actually dislocated and tore my labrum in my shoulder at Oregon State my sophomore year. But I played through it my whole junior year and would just like one of those things where like it would dislocate like in the middle of a game, like I'd go to the sideline, they'd pop back in. But I was like labeled as a hypermobile, so I was able to like keep playing. So I kind of keep kept playing through it. So these teams in the draft knew that eventually I was going to need surgery. So um, oh. was, I think that's, that's probably like one of the reasons why I probably like uh, slipped a little bit and stuff. But uh, so then I went to the Bills and I was like, you know, I'm going to try to just dug it out through training camp. Hopefully nothing happens. And then in training camp, like, man, like my shoulder dislocated, like I probably like five to six times. And one of them was like real bad. Like it, like, it wasn't going back into socket for like five minutes and then finally got back. And then at that point, I was literally like, all right. And or at that point, after that, they put me on IR and they were like, let's try rehabbing it. But, you know, with NFL rehab. So I did that for like two months. And then my first practice back, I dislocated again. And I was like, I'm just getting surgery. Like, I, yeah. I, I did. And that's going to be scary where, you know, you're not you're not a first round pick. And you're thinking, oh, my gosh, this is never going to heal. And this is my football yeah. career, you know? Yeah, exactly. And that's why yeah. I was like trying to kind of play through it because I was like, you know, I'm going to do whatever to, you know, make any type of team. And and then I finally, um, you know, got healthy with that. And then my second year, I was having another good camp and like doing real good. And that's when like Davis Webb was still there and, you know, Dave and all the guys and stuff. And then the first preseason game, I like slightly tore my PCL in my knee, like the same injury that Lamar Jackson had this past year. So then I'm sitting there and I'm like, dang. So then like, I basically like the, you know, they cut me because of that. And I was on practice squad for that whole year, just kind of, you know, getting back right. And I came back toward the end, like played like a game and um, a game or two. And then this last year was finally like, okay, like I'm healthy. Like all this stuff has passed me. Like, like let's roll. <laughs> Did you have surgery up for the PCL? No, it was like it wasn't like a complete tear, so it was something that um just like do rehab okay. and rest, like doing all that like healed on its own. I I tore mine too. You know, uh, I mean, I only played D three ball, but I remember they told me like if I hadn't done the rehab that I was going to get drop leg, like because it you know that kind of holds your leg, your PCL kind of yeah. holds those up together. So yeah. I was just wondering yeah. if you actually had the surgery. Yeah, no, I mean it feels great now. I mean, I you know did the whole rehab process and everything, so you know. Heck yeah. Um, all right. Well, let's, let's, let me, so, okay. You know, you get cut by Buffalo or released on November 1st, mm. November 2nd, you're a giant, like literally yeah. 24 hours. How's that go down? Like, is it immediate where like, there's a rush of calls that come in? Like the minute you're, I guess, either your agent or I don't know how they, I guess, you know, you hit the waiver wire, however it happens. Like, is it, is it, is it giants and giants only, or is there a flood of calls coming in? Um, no, so like I I don't know what team claims me or even put in claims like until like the waiver wire is like done. So you know when I got cut at four the previous day, then I didn't find out until four the next day. Like if anybody claimed me, and it was like right before four when my when my agent texted me, and he was like, "Bro, Giants!" And at the time, I was literally just at the house watching TV, and I'm like, "What is he talking about?" And then like a flood of text messages and calls just came in all from the Giants personnel, and I was like, "Oh, like dang!" And it's, like Dayball, like Dayball was like, "Yo, like we." We got you on a flight up here tonight. Like we're on a bye week. But, um, he's like, you know, you already know the playbook. Uh, there's a few changes here and there, but you know, we'll get you caught up to speed. You know, like brought me in. Uh, I did my physical and stuff. Like passed that, and then they were just like, you know, like welcome to the Giants. Like this is this is your spot. Like and and the only player that I actually met like then when I took that quick little visit was Daniel Jones. He was like the only one in the locker room, and he was like still there, like working out, grinding. And was like, hey, what's up? Like you know, Daniel. It was like my first time meeting him, and I was like, all right, yeah, like. You know, this is going to get off to a good start. So I, that's that's awesome because, like, you, when you think about it, right? You could have went anywhere. You already mm -hmm. knew, like, your your former offensive coordinator and, and assistant GM. Like, what kind of relationship do you have with Shane? Like, well, you know, I'm assuming that Dave's and and Shane probably had some hand in drafting you to begin with. Yeah, yeah. Shane used to actually. He was like the one when because he was assistant GM back in Buffalo. 
he used to come to like my practices and games like at Oregon State. So like he like hands on really like was like, you know, I remember seeing him. And then I remember when I got drafted to Bills, he was like, yeah, I was the one like I went to your Washington game. I went to this and that and whatever. Like I used to always, you know, like see you. So, you know, he definitely um, definitely played a part in that. So definitely thankful for him and Dable. Yeah, man. That, that's again, sometimes it's meant to be right. Yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Sometimes it's just meant to be. Go ahead, guys. You guys can jump in. Well, let me just add on to what you guys are talking about. You know, you go so you go to the Giants and you meet Daniel Jones, and, and you guys seen the click so quickly. Um, mm -hmm. and you picked everything up as you well know because you knew the playbook, like you've been there for years. And um, mm -hmm. you and Daniel Jones talk a lot, even though after you met him, about you know, strategy going through, like looking at you, like it seemed like you were his first target all the time. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I loved, uh, you know, just like last year growing and playing with Daniel and he's like a player that I can relate to so much because he, he puts like the work in and takes no shortcuts. Like when I tell you like this dude is one of the first dudes in the building and like legit the last one to leave, like it's not an exaggeration. Like he's, you know, in the weight room doing extra lifts or, you know, if it was after meetings, he'd be like, hey, like he'd get me Slayton and Richie and, you know, anybody else who want to join and be like, let's watch extra, you know, clips and film on, you know, these guys. And he would always ask me, like, based off route concepts we had, like, hey, how did you guys do it in Buffalo? You know, did how did Josh and Diggs do this? And, you know, how what was this like? And he was, he was just trying to fight, figure out every which way to, like, get better and to win games. And that's like one thing I really respected from him, you know, um, from the first yeah. time I met him. Love it. Well, listen, I've got like a bazillion people, you know, in, in the chat. They're they're blowing up the chat here. Like there's there's 135 <laughs> comments right now. Like they're just they're coming in. So one uh again, thank you everybody for watching another episode of the Giants guys. Um uh, you know, there I mean there's every, everyone you can name is in here that we've uh, interact with with on a daily basis. So we appreciate all you guys coming in here. But the one that I wanted to grab, I think I don't know if it was Darius or if it was Jay. They wanted to know who you who you model your game after, you know. And I know you were a big Larry Fitzgerald fan. I know that uh, you know we mentioned about uh, Reggie Bush. Is there anyone that like even now to this day you're like, hey man, I can have longevity in the league, you know, if I play like this guy, or you know, you're trying to get better because what I love about your game is, and me and uh, Chris and Michael were talking about it earlier, like. I really don't think speed is a big deal when it comes to your game, because I got to tell you, like, not only uh, Isaiah, I have season tickets, so uh, I've had them in my family since 1968. So yeah. <laughs> I see all your games. And I, what's a, for me, what's amazing is you're a very precise route runner. You are, you are a fantastic route runner, double move, triple move, like very precise. That doesn't come natural to everybody, you know, like, because, Receivers think, you know, if I if I hit a double move, if I hit a triple move, it's going to slow me down too much, and the and the DB is going to be all over me. Like, so my question is, like, was route running something that came natural to you? And like, and and I'll find whoever asked the question. It might have been Darius uh, in the chat wants to know, like, is there a guy out there like, hey, it's Randy Moss or it's Jerry Rice? Like, is there someone that you like? We're like, hey, Dad, that's the guy I want to play like. Yeah. Um, well. I mean, there's always like the the big, like obviously like, you know, big household names that like you want to play with and everything, but attaining to like me and how I felt like I wanted to play in the NFL, like two guys when I was in high school, I mean, really three, but that like I always watched and always looked up to no matter what was like Devontae Adams, um, Keenan Allen, and then like Stephon Diggs was like third just because he's a little like shorter than me, but I still like loved his releases and routes and everything. But Keenan Allen and Devontae were both kind of like bigger guys. Like they're not running like four fours or four threes or anything, but like these guys are always open and like they always find a way uh, to get open and their releases, their route running, just every everything about those guys was just like precise and just like I, I, I wanted to try to emulate everything that they were doing. And then um, other than like those two, then when I got to the to the Bills, Diggs was really big on like, hey, like you have to figure out what works best like for you. You know, like you can't sit here and run routes like Tyreek Hill and Tyreek Hill can't run routes like you. Like, you know, and like he was like, you know, you could study other receivers, but, you know, like the biggest thing is like study yourself and really find like what you could do best because like there's a lot of people who can't play like your game. Like, so I always try to make it like, okay, like I want to be a big dominant 
six four receiver who who plays little like at first like with the releases and the routes and stuff like that like i want to be able to get separation like good feet like uh you know get in and out of my brakes well and, and all that but then when it comes to the catch point blocking contested catches that's when i want to be like i'm six four like i'm going to get this ball you know so i feel i always felt like if i could like kind of have the best of both worlds like i'm six four but i have great feet you know like i'm six four and i like i'm not running a four three but you know i can i can run a four five and like you have to respect my speed and stuff like that then like i feel like i could sit here and you know put myself in a good situation love it go ahead chris jump in no, Isaiah, I'm just curious, you know, uh, you know, as Giant fans, we knew about you before you went against Patrick Peterson and the Vikings. But I think that, you know, everybody was watching that game, not just Giant fans. You know, what you did to Patrick Peterson in those games, you know, a possible future Hall of Famer. It was eye opening. I'm curious after the game. Does Patrick Peterson come up to you? Does he shake your hand? Do you guys exchange a few words <laughs> after the game? And, and also, too, Chris, I'm sure Isaiah is going to tell you about it like, you know, you're talking about like 200 yards receiving, you know, uh, uh, you know, two touchdowns. Like he owned Peterson, but, and I'm going to let him tell the story. There's a, there's a podcast involved here. That was a little bit of motivation where a certain DB was, was chirping a little bit. So oh, there yeah. was some motivation here, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah I'll definitely touch on that. So yeah, the first time we were playing them, I was definitely just like, all right, like, I used to watch Patrick Peterson when he was on the Cardinals, like as a kid or like, you know, in high school or whatever. So I was like, like, listen, like, I'm going I'm to bring my A game. Like, I'm going to make sure like he remembers my name at the end of this game. So that's why there was kind of a lot of like John back and forth. And, you know, after the first couple of my catches, you know, he was kind of talking and he was talking to Slayton earlier. So I was like, all right, like, you know, it's going to be that type of game. Let's make it that type of game. So like every catch that I had, I was like, you know, letting him know, like, yeah, like, you know, just talking in between plays, blocks, like whatever it was. And then, uh, you know, he he had that interception that, you know, it was I don't even want to, you know, talk about it. But, um, yeah, it was just, I wasn't I wasn't the biggest fan of like how he kind of per, like he just he just made it seem like, you know, he was just like the best corner in the world after that interception, you know, and everything. And then all like the celebrating and everything that he was saying post game. So I was like hoping and I was like, man, like, I hope we play them again. Like I like I literally I want the Vikings so bad. <laughs> Like I was like whatever the scenario was at the end of the year to like you know if if we win and the Vikings lose and this and this like they would play each other like I was like I, I I need that like I want that like you know like right now so then when we found out we were playing them again um, I, I I'm sure you you've heard the story because you know you kind of mentioned it but uh, a, a Giants fan so kudos to whoever it was I don't know who it was but like commented on my photo on Instagram and the only reason I really saw it because like you know I get a lot of comments but it was like a huge comment like it was like a paragraph so I was like okay you know let me let me check out what this what this dude's talking about and the paragraph was like hey you know, Patrick Peterson was doing some talking about you on his podcast after the first time you played him, you might want to go check it out. And, you know, it, it went along those lines. So I was like, okay, like, let me see. So I'm on like the, the bus ride, the bus ride home after the, the last Eagles game. And after the last Eagles game, and, you know, we're going into that like playoff week and I'm just watching it and I'm just eating it all up and I'm sitting there and he's like, yeah, like, you know, that first double move, like it is what it is. You know, he didn't kill me on it. And it was just a 27 or 37 or whatever yard reception and we'll live with those. But, you know, like I knew what routes they were running, even the catches he had, like, you know, I was on top of it. Like, so I, I really knew, you know, and I, it just kind of made me like, it gave, it gave like an extra motivation. Like, all right, like, you know, he didn't get it the first time, you know, let, let's sit there and really, you know, be be motivated and like really go in there and, and seal the deal the second time. But he also gave some cues of like what he saw in our offense and like, you know, like some like, oh, like I knew when they lined up in this, they were kind of doing this. And he wasn't saying too much, but he was saying enough to where I knew what he was talking about. So right. I actually brought that video and podcast to to Daniel Jones, to Dayball, wow. to the quarterback coach, to to everybody. And I was like, listen, like he thinks we're doing this when we line up like this and do this, like, let's, let's line up like this, but then change these routes and do this. And Daniel was coming up with all these ideas. So we went into that game with like a perfect game plan. And it was just like, you know, wow. masterful. And, and after the first game, we actually did, um, you know, like shake hands and kind of talk and like all that. But then the second game we didn't. So. Well, Isaiah, <laughs> think about this. The second time you guys, we, you guys beat him, you got the defensive coordinator fired a few weeks later. So you did your job. <laughs> so Patrick Peterson, you know, he take, you know, he took part in that. He got the uh, coordinator fired. And and you know what, Chris? 
I mean, think about this. Your employees bringing you this information. You're like, you're like, this guy's awesome. You're like, yeah. you know, again, you could have just that's blown great. it off, but like, that's pretty cool to know. Like, Hey, you know what? That's a heads up approach. I'm going to bring this to sure DJ. Is. I'm going to bring this to, to, to coach. Yeah. Like, you know, again, like, you didn't have to do anything about it. You could have kept it to yourself and just kind of, you know, focus on what you had to do. But that's a great, you know, a, a great, uh, you know, uh, second thought. Hey, okay, you know what? I should get other people involved. So they're probably like, God, this guy's too good to be true. This guy is, you know, he's amazing, he's yep. catching everything. I love it. I can, tell you, why. I can tell you like, why. They may not know you let this past year, but they're going to know you this year. So. Um, they're definitely going to keep an eye on you when you get on the field. Absolutely. Oh yeah. 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 We need, we need, uh, we need, I know we're not going to talk about this cause we promised we wouldn't, but we need DJ to sign himself a contract and get this yeah. thing rolling. Right. <laughs> Hopefully um, man. You know. It could be happening right now. Yeah. It could be happening right now since David Carr is done and Gino <clears throat> Smith is done. I think next one up is, uh, is, uh, Daniel should be next. So. <laughs> yeah. Isaiah, feel free to share any info you might have. You know, any. Oh, yeah. like that. <laughs> hey, Chris, well, listen, nah. let's, talk, let's talk about. No, nah, I don't want to put. We wouldn't do that no. to you. Let's, let's talk about. Let's talk about what. What one of the main things we want to talk about is, uh, is the youth football camp. Like because, you know, one is it's cool that you guys are giving back to the community. You're doing cool stuff. You know, so um, the camp is, if I'm not mistaken, is April 22nd. It right. is for yeah. which, by the way, I said the same thing to Nick last week. Like, this isn't like a typical hour and a half camp. It's four p.m. to eight p.m. Like, that's that's excellent. Yeah. I mean, like, that's and I, I said all week long. I'm like, hey, to the parents out there, to all you parents that are, you know, you're gonna watch this tomorrow on Spotify or Amazon Music or whatever, or you're watching it live. Like, make some memories with your kids, man. Get them out there. You know, you know, grab some tickets. This is in uh, in Rumson at the Rumson High School. Um, you know, uh, Nick Nick's camp is is in March. Uh, uh, Isaiah's camp's in April. Um, are you bringing any special guests along with you? Um, you know, I I'm I'm, I'm kind of working on that. You know, we're we're trying to uh, sit there and you know work on uh, the special guests. You know, like who we want there and stuff. But um, you know, I'm definitely uh, excited and encourage anybody you know who's like watching listening like you said um who has like little kids i mean i love interacting with kids i remember being a little kid and being around all my dad's nfl players and just you know being so excited to you know play and uh, just like run around with them and stuff so i definitely want to uh, give that back um you know we're, we're partnering with uh, i'm not sure if it's like a, a local boys and girls club or like something to get like 20 or 25 uh you know like kids out there for free just you know to come out and like play and anything and then we're also you know uh, continuing to look for any other people who just want to like partner with you know us or you know shaft who's helping me run the camp in general so well i got some good news for you for one is uh yeah i'm working with shaft right now on some sponsors and stuff right um we're coming to sh we're i'm actually taking the day off and we're me and chris are uh, Chris, you're still coming, right? We're going to come and stream live that day from the yeah. camp. Yeah, so, awesome. so we'll be on, we'll be on site. We're going to bring a ton of Giants Rush stuff to give away swag to all the all the all the the campers, right? So, yeah. and then we'll we'll do another interview live from from the camp. Um, we're going to give yeah. a ton of stuff away. So we're gonna we're gonna have some fun with it too, you know. Embrace it because uh, I don't know. Like when I was a kid, I remember like going to camps. You know, you just kind of it's like I said, it's making memories with your kids. They'll, they'll mm -hmm. remember it forever. And like I said, like you're a dad, so you get how cool it is. Yeah. You know, yeah. when, so my question is what happens now? I asked this to Nick too. If, if I'm like a quarterback or I'm a, or I'm a lineman, I should still come to the camp. Right. Cause everybody's going to like, you know, I don't just have to be a skilled player, right? No, yeah, yeah. I mean, anybody, you know, pull up to the camp and, you know, we'll we'll have coaches for everybody and drills for everybody. And, you know, we'll have fun and too. And just in general, there'll be races. There'll be, you know, fun stuff to do, competition stuff. So, you know, just, I mean, just fun stuff. I, if I could bring my son out there, I, I would. But, you know, his uh, he'll probably still be out there running around on the field, just getting in everybody's <laughs> way. So, um, yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. Well, I told, I told Shaft that uh, – my uh, I have a I have a fourteen year old quarterback. So if you want him to throw routes, he can come out and throw routes. Yeah, there we go. We'll, we'll see his arm. See see if he's uh, if he's made for it. Yeah, well, yeah, he can he can hit right now. He you know so he's five ten. He's one sixty. He can hit he can hit about a fifty yard pass. He can you know. Hey, uh, at, at fourteen, that's great. That's shoot. Yeah, that's... he he's a big moose. But uh, so I'm yeah. gonna try to. I told Chef I'd bring him out in case you guys 
needing someone else to throw some throw some routes. Um, yeah. he's five ten at fourteen. That's pretty crazy. Uh, I don't. Yeah, I mean, he's, that, trust me. It, he walks around all day because I'm I'm five ten. Yeah. So he walks he walks around all day like this. Yeah, <laughs> Dad, I'm taller than you. Yeah, he's a smart ass. You'll see yeah. someday. <laughs> um, how about the how about the ankle? I love the fact you took a picture of the ankle all blown up and purple, yeah. and you were like, "Hey, I'm normally a lot faster than I than, than today." What well, what was the motivation behind that? Because that was a nasty looking ankle. Uh, I just had some like teammates and like kind of like people and friends kind of like making fun of me. They're like, "Bro, like you could have scored on that play," which I know I could have. Like, so I was like, I was already mad at myself because. I, I, there was like one of the plays where it was like the scramble drill. And then like I, I was kind of like starting from zero, but you know, Eric Kendricks was like, you know, kind of took an angle and kind of pushed me out of bounds and it, it would have been my second touchdown, but I was just, you know, that whole game I was hurting like bad. Like, you know, I had to get it taped up and this and this, and I was just, you know, fighting through it. So, you know, it, it was definitely um, a horrified game. Yeah, I was laughing. I was like, I was like, look at these cat's ankle, man. It's like the size of a softball. It's all purple. All right. So I'm going to give you real quick. I'm going to give you what we call the speed round. It's 10 questions for you to answer. They're relatively easy, um, but just have a little bit of fun. Everybody, and again, everyone in the chat, there is a ton of you guys just cranking questions at me, you know, from crazy stuff like ask him about the turf to is D, is D, is D, hey, I'm just going through them. Ask him about the turf. Hodgins has a heart of a giant. Um. Uh. When is Daniel gonna? Yeah. When is Daniel gonna sign? Uh. He's like. Uh. One of them says, "I bought his rookie, his his autograph rookie baseball, a uh, baseball football card." Uh, yeah, awesome. got, Shout out to yeah, I got all sorts of crazy <laughs> things in here. Yeah. Isaiah, yeah. Isaiah haven't had New York pizza yet. Okay, so that's what I need y'all y'all's help with. So like, I've tried <laughs> some some good stuff in Jersey. Um. A couple of like good like restaurants, but I'm I'm a huge food guy. Like so, anybody in the chat or you guys like like DM me or spam me or you know at me on Twitter or something because like me and my wife like we love going to just try new restaurants, food, whatever. And right. She loves pizza, like she loves New York pizza, but I don't know personally. Where you gotta go. Goes. You gotta go to Maggiano's. Okay, I've heard of that. We that that's that's on the list for sure. Yeah, um, I'll send. I'll I'll collect some for you and send them your way. Yeah, I need I need all the recommendations because the first thing I literally did there was I went to the EQ staff, and, you know the guys who have been there forever, and I'm like, hey, listen, you guys have been here for 20 years or whatever, you guys grew up here. Where are the places to go eat? And you know they gave me some cool spots, so you know um, mm -hmm. I, I tried some of them out, but definitely that's my goal like this off season when I'm there. And, all right. And well, by the way, we had Gates on last week talking about pizza, so he told me he gave us two good places to go, one in New York and one in New Jersey. So. If you, when okay. you, I mean, I know you guys are all at different places for the offseason, but yep. and Craig, he's dead on about the pizza place, Bruno's and Clifton, Isaiah, yeah, Bruno's, Bruno's and Clifton. And Clifton. That I'll, was it. I'll pick up on that for sure. Okay, for sure. Uh, I'll, I'll check right. that one out. Speed round, favorite, and again, we already asked this one. Favorite player, favorite player growing up. Mm. Absolute oh. number one favorite. Oh, you guys are tough. Um, my favorite and who I think is, my favorite and who I think is the goat are two different people. So I'm just throwing that out there. So don't sit there and, and you know okay. get mad at me. But my favorite, I'm gonna say Larry Fitzgerald. It's a great Dude, choice. Come on. Wait, wait, Larry Fitzgerald's not the goat? Come on. <laughs> that, guy, that guy caught everything thrown his way for 20 yeah, years. Let me guys All right, ready? Marvel or DC? Marvel. Yeah, man. See that? I knew I liked this guy. <laughs> Uh, if you didn't play wide receiver, what position? Because I did see some tape of you returning kicks. And, uh, but oh, yeah, that, that was in high school. But I was a cold safety in high school. Like, like USC, actually, like, I was pissed because USC was my dream school. But they wanted to offer me for safety and not for receiver. So, like, you know, I, I, I kind of turned it down. Wait, but wait, did I just hear you right? Did you say that USC was going to throw some – give you an yeah, offer to play safety? Yeah, I, I, I tell the safeties all the time on the team. I say, hey, listen, don't – don't give up too many uh too many deep balls because I will tell Dayball to go throw me back out there real quick and you know uh, <laughs> yo. me out. oh my oh my god that's hysterical could you see him like yo yo Julian make a mistake I'm coming back in <laughs> the spot yep. well, I, Isaiah I'll tell you what on the Hail Mary last second play of the game that we're gonna see out there I'm sure in the no, end zone yeah, yeah. Down yeah. The, so the, the thing was I wasn't like the best like tackle in the world but if you're talking about like a ball hawk and like going yeah like that that was me like I'm you know I'm I'm there for that. 
<laughs> All right. Number four, team you hate uh, most hated to play in college. Oregon. Oh, my gosh. I hated playing at Oregon, at home against Oregon, any, any part of it. Their fans, their everything. It was a huge rivalry, though, so I'm pretty sure anybody would say that about their rival, but definitely, definitely Oregon. Hardest DB you have to you had to face in the pros so far? Mm, um, to be honest, I would say – I didn't get to play against this dude, but I practiced against him like all the time. And I would say like Tredavious White, like in and his just technique and how fast and strong he is, like him, like when he's completely healthy and like fine, like bro, he is he is like a great corner. Like so I, I would definitely say him. Awesome. Love it. Um post game, your favorite place for a post game meal. Whether it's mm. with your teammates, teammates or your wife. Where where's where's the spot? We, um, my wife and I, we would either go to get some, get some pizza. So we would either do like, you know, a couple of slices of pizza or we would go to sushi because I love like sushi and seafood. So I, I would do one of those two. Uh, teammate, teammate, teammate that has maybe a screw loose. That one teammate where you're like, oh, I'm not really sure about that dude. <laughs> oh man, there's, there's, there's a lot, man. Um, he says there's yeah. a lot. <laughs> yeah, there's, there's definitely a lot. But the Giants was like a funny, great locker room. But because he gives me so much crap, I'm going to say Darius Slayton because, you know, he he's always trying to sit here and blast me on Twitter and stuff. So, By the way, I've seen every single one of them where he's got this, like, sarcastic thing going on. He's just dropping yeah. stuff on you. I've seen it. All right, so Slayton. Okay. Maybe we can get Slayton on and ask him, too. Some of these yeah, guys definitely. aren't always they're, – they're not easy to get in touch with. All right, this one's going to – this one's going to – bring you a lot of love or a lot of hate not real hate but now that you've been here for you know some time yankees or mets um i i didn't i'm not gonna say i grew up because i'm not from new york but my dad played for just one year and the year that he did play we went to a yankee game and i loved it and i said ever since then i was like listen if i say i got a favorite team it's gonna be the yankees so I yes, Greg's <laughs> I'm telling you, this guy's gonna have a this guy's gonna have a 12 year year career with the Giants. People are gonna love this guy. Um, all right, how about pranks? Um, whether it's college or 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 pros, like I always hear these stories about like Eli Manning throwing turf in people's mouths or or you know <laughs> uh, stealing stealing shoes. Well, someone told me they you know you guys get dressed up to go to away games. That like uh, someone got their shoes stolen, so they had to go barefoot. Like it, uh, best prank you've ever ever saw, high school, college, or or pros. I see uh, hot in the helmet, like without them knowing. That one was like funny to watch. Like just like you see the player just start taking off their helmet and kind of thinking something's wrong, and, and you know as practice keeps going, they're just twitching and freaking out. That that one. <laughs> that one. <laughs> Oh my god, that's a scream! Because like, yeah, like they used to say, Eli Manning be like, "Hey, there's something in your mouth. Let me see." And they would open up, open their mouth up, and Eli would throw like the the turf pellets in your mouth. <laughs> Yo, that's crazy. That is, that is, that's not yeah. Um, camp, April right. Let's one more time. April, camp, April twenty second. You can get you can get ticket tickets. You um, I have the uh, the actual link for Even Bright where you guys can get tickets. I'll put that out there. Um, kids eight to 12 years old. Um, so you got high school kids, you got college kids, you got Isaiah's out there, you know, he's hanging out, make memories, youth football camp. You got a couple of weeks. Nick Gates is coming up on the 22nd and four weeks after that, we got Isaiah's camp. Um, but, uh, you know, my question about the camp is four hours is a long time. What are you guys going to do? Like, Flag football, I'm hearing some flag football talk. Yeah, there, there's gonna there's gonna be a bunch of stuff, man. I mean, I, de I definitely uh, don't want to don't want to spill too much, but I mean everything from actual, you know, position drills and you know, um, getting get the kids, you know, prepared and a little taste of, you know, football or NFL knowledge and to races to uh, different competition drills to just like a bunch of stuff that's just gonna make it like a fun competitive environment for them. So you know, it, it's definitely gonna be a, a fun time for the kids. All right. Last one for me, and I'll let you guys jump in. Um, so, growing up, your dad is is an NFL player, right? Did you what What was it like? Like, I'm sure like NFL guys are hanging around. Like, were you like I'm a I'm a Jets fan, I'm a Rams fan? Like, like did you have to be a fan of the team that your dad played on? 
Uh, usually that's how it works. Like I was always just like a fan of whatever team he was on, but I was really just a fan of my dad. Like, so, I mean, it didn't, it didn't really matter. Like it was just, you know, whatever team he was on, I'm like, yeah, like my dad's the coolest. He's the best player on the team. Like, even though <laughs> <That's wasn't>, awesome. <laughs> you know, <laughs> so. Hey man, that, listen, it's hard to, you know, it, it's a grind. I mean, your dad had to grind for, for, for nine years, you know, to, you know, keep a roster spot, you know, and, 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 it's not an easy thing to do, you know, especially at, at the fullback position. So, you know, kudos to him. And, you know, he yeah. sounds like a great, it sounds like a great guy. I really appreciate the fact that, you know, he, uh, he gave you the, the talk and steered you in the right direction. Giants fans, like I said, like we couldn't be more excited that you're here, man. Like you just burst on the scene and I'm, I'm still in awe because I'm like, I don't, I don't, Chris, uh, Mike, tell me, tell me if I'm crazy here. Like, again, I know they're different different players from, from a, from a style wise and size, but like it has that Victor Cruz thing going on. Right. It, it, just, it just, it just does. I don't know if you know, I, know I don't know if you know the Victor Cruz story, but like Victor yeah. Cruz got like thrown off his team at UMass. Wow. Like, yeah. Like he, got like he got like suspended. Right. And then he, you know, when he walks on and then like literally like just walks on and scores three touchdowns versus the Jets you know, I was about to like, say, I, I, I saw the highlights of that game on Twitter the other day. Of, of Was that like a preseason game or something? Yeah. yeah. Pre, preseason game. And when there, and when Coughlin goes to shake hands with Rex Ryan, he goes, wow, who's that number three that you have? That guy's <laughs> fantastic. Like, nobody knew who Victor Cruz was. He just burst on the scene and everyone was like, yeah. where is his cat from? So there's a little bit of, you know, and I'm not just kissing your ass. I'm just saying it's really cool to see you just – Come in and be like hard work, getting it done. And and for what it's worth, uh, not only are you fun to watch, but I got to tell you, like uh, all the videos that you're taking with the, with the team and stuff like that, and you guys, are, you guys are just all, you know, having fun and stuff like that. Like I think that this this team needed a little bit of that, so it's yeah. it's cool to see. Yeah, for sure. Go ahead, guys. You guys jump in. Yeah, if you got one last one, jump in. Yeah, Chris. I'll All right. Yeah, just curious. Uh, you know, when you walk into that locker room, Isaiah, and you see Nick McLeod, John Feliciano, Davis Webb. I mean, how happy were those guys to to see you again, right? Yeah, I was I was super happy, and they were too, just to like kind of like reunite with him. You know, Davis kind of like took me under his wing, kind of you know was showing me around the facility, helping me get place to place, and um, you know, I, but yeah, it definitely helped that I was familiar with players like them, uh, Matt Breida, you know, um, I mean, just a, a bunch of players that I just knew, remembering coaches. Right, Matt Breida, yeah. Mm-hmm. Great. Well, Isaiah, for me, my question is, I know, uh, I don't know if you're a stats guy. You played nine games with the Giants last year. Coming into this season, you're expected to play a full season. You got numbers in your head that you're looking to to, to attain uh, for the Giants. Yeah, uh, I mean, it's true. I, I definitely do. And, um, you know, it's always my goal one way or another to – to get them, I did that last year and definitely uh, surpassed that goal uh, more, way more than what I thought. So uh, that's something that, like, I, I really I sit down with my wife and I kind of make, you know, these <laughs> goals for for the whole year of like, you know, goals for just like my life in general, for football, for like everything. And I'm like, all right, like I'm going to get this stuff done this year. So um, I'm not gonna put out this the specific number, but you know, I, I always shoot high, so it's, it's definitely not a low number. So you know, I, I'm I'm definitely shooting high for this year. Well, listen, if it's anything like, you know, look, DJ and, and you seem to have a lot of chemistry, right? I mean, you come in. I mean, hey, look, Kenny Galladay is probably a really nice guy. We didn't really get a chance to get to know him. Uh, but, like, you come right in, you leapfrog over him, and right away you make an impact. You know, like, we fans, the fan base has been looking for someone to make an impact for quite some time. Like, again, since Odell left, right? You come right in, you hit the ground running, you're healthy, you're working hard. You know, we love, we love, you know, a little bit of, a little bit of chirping. We love guys with chips on their shoulders. I mean, it's New York, man. Like people, people love that stuff. So we appreciate, you know, what you're bringing to the table. Uh, We're excited to see you play. Last and final question is you're wearing 18. Like you said, 25, seven, you know, uh, what, what did you wear in Buffalo? 16? Yeah, but 16 was like more of like a, like I had, like I had, to, like there was only a few options and 16 was the best. Like, so, you know. Um, All right. So, like- so the question is, you come in as a veteran next year, you know, you already got, and, con- and congrats, by the way, on your contract, which is, Thank which you, is man. awesome. Appreciate it. What, what do you do number wise? Do you stick with the one eight? 
Uh, to be honest, I like the one that, you know, I was kind of like skeptical about it at first, but like a lot of people, um, family members, friends told me like, yo, like I like 18 on you. Like it, it looks smooth. Like, you know, it fits you. Um, and, and my, my son was born on September 18th. So I, I feel like oh, it has a little bit of keep it. Yeah. I was going to say there's some karma there, dude. Yeah. <laughs> sure. There's some karma. All right. Last, here we are. Youth football camp. Parents, uh, jump online to even bright. I'll send out a, a link. Buy yourself some tickets. Hang out. We're going to be there giving away stuff. Isaiah is going to be there, of course, because it's his youth football camp. Kids 8 to 12 years old. It's not an hour. It's not two hours. It's four hours. I mean, literally, like, you couldn't ask for a more dedicated time with a professional wide receiver from your favorite team. Rumson High School, uh, um, you know, it's of course, it's a North Jersey school. Uh, get your tickets now. We're going to be there. There will be plenty of, he said, plenty of stuff that's going to be happening there. We hope you guys will support these guys. Um, and of course we're going to be pounding it all month long. So you guys can re keep reminding you, we'll keep reminding you that the camp is coming up and uh, I don't know what else can say, but you don't want to hang out with us any longer. So a thanks for hanging out with us. We appreciate it. We're going to see you uh, on the, um, on the 22nd and you know, Hey, just keep up the good work, man. We we're super excited that you're here, you know, and uh, look, man, go giants. Like it's a, uh, you know, Four wins to ten wins, you know, team is headed in the right direction. Yeah, de definitely headed in the right direction, man. But uh, thank you guys, thank you guys for having me. I mean, I definitely, you know, loved it. I love hanging out with like, you know, genuine guys who you know love football, <laughs> and love talking football. So you know, um, definitely loved it and uh, talking with you guys. I got one question though. Um, I've I've kind of seen it. I, I haven't checked, so I don't really know. Do you guys know if my colorist jersey is available online or or anything or no? Great question. There was someone that just asked me in the chat the same thing, and I told them to try Giants.com because you might be able to make it. Yeah. Right. Okay. You might be able to design it, but I'm not sure. Um, let me see. Let me just anyone that's still in the chat because there's still a ton of you in here. Does anyone know if I can design or buy the uh, Isaiah Color Rush jerseys? Anyone have any idea? And I'm looking back through the chat. Three people asked me the same question. And I typed real quick, trygiants.com because there's usually a way to make them. Yeah, my I remember my family was all like, like it was, you know, probably towards like the end of the season. And sometimes it's hard for them to like make new jerseys and stuff like that. So he was like, man, they only got your jersey in one color. Like they need to come out with more like and all this. And we were going to buy this and this. So like I was just kind of curious like if, if they did so that. So they, they used to have this option where you could go to – I don't remember if it was uh, I'm, I'm giving them a shameless plug, but fanatics or NFL.com. Yeah. And you used to be able to just go in there and buy the Giants color rush jersey and then put your name on it and your number. Right. And then uh, now I don't know if they still do that because. Uh, oh, because because. OK, it was Chris. I'm, I'm looking at the chat now. So Chris just says it's it's not there. Mm. Um, yeah, he says it's not there. Question okay. would be, is you just signed a contract. So maybe they'll be put, maybe yeah, they'll be yeah, putting yeah. it in yeah. there. Hoping, I'm hoping they're they're quick to put it back up or something. So yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, in the end zone in, in the fall, Isaiah, you're gonna see all the great teams in the end zone cheering for you. Yeah, that, yeah, that, that that's the hope, man. <laughs> um, you have now. So is the is the family still? Where where's the family now? Where's the? I know you're here. Where's the rest of the family? Uh, in California. Okay, yeah. so so you uh you'll have to fly them in for a couple games this year. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, All right, very cool. Well, I'll, one, I'll get you the restaurants. Two, I'll pump in the uh, the uh, in the in the on Twitter and on Instagram. I will put the um, uh, the even bright stuff for the tickets, and then I'll get and then of course uh, if I can find out some more about about the jersey, I'll let you know. Yeah, for sure, man. Appreciate that. Thank you guys so much. Right, again. Yeah, have a have Thank a you. great week, my friend. Thanks for hanging out. Thanks for watching another episode of the Giants guys. Uh, Mr. Hodgins is taking the rest of the night off because he doesn't want to hang out with us all night long. He's a dad. You know, he's got to go do some family duty and maybe he's got to work out, run through laps, whatever he's got to do. You guys look like you need to go to bed and I will talk to you guys uh, next week. Thanks, Isaiah. Cool. Thanks, Isaiah. Thanks, Isaiah. Thanks, Isaiah. Thanks, Isaiah. Thanks.